Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It is is a fast week. Man, the time goes by fast. Triple eight. Uh, seven two seven seven no I knew <laughs> oh, okay so right. here we are apparently you did that yesterday at the beginning of the show and did I uh, I did not catch it so uh, <laughs> dummy yeah <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> what a, what a moron <laughs> uh, that's good that, that was a, that, that was on you turned on a dime <laughs> yeah, to flip that one over turned to me. right on you uh-huh, it was good so I'm deflected from me mm-hmm. onto you I am rubber you mm-hmm. are glue. <laughs> what bounces off of you sticks on me. Doesn't rhyme. Well, no, it didn't. That yeah. didn't work. I, scr- I screwed it up. That's twice. I'm over for two today. <laughs> Let's see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Jeez. Yeah. You're. By the way, uh, Pat's early. doing double duty this week and yeah. last week. So for mm-hmm. for two weeks now. You've been having to remember, but I think mostly I've gotten it right. Yeah, I think yesterday was when the first time you stumbled. So just uh, bizarre. You would think it'd be like the first day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, lot going on. Of course, uh, they had the uh, the big town hall last night. The let's get together and let's talk. Let's just have a an open conversation about guns. Can we do it? Can we please just be adults and get together and talk about eliminating the Second Amendment? <laughs> Wait, what? Look, we want to hear all opinions that agree with ours. All of them. <sighs> and uh, so if you have a great way to get rid of the Second Amendment, please show up and discuss this with us. <laughs> that is precisely what that was last night. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's, it's hard to get through. I mean, you thought the debate was hard to get through. Jeez. Uh, so anyway, they had Cuomo on last night. Yeah, he uh, was a big host. Good job. <laughs> last time it was uh, Jake Tapper. And at least Tapper I've got some respect for. Mm-hmm. Cuomo, please. Oh, gee, he's just, he's awful. Here he is talking about the NRA. We also invited the National Rifle Association, the NRA, to be part of tonight's conversation. They declined. Oh, boy. They sent a totally disingenuous statement Did that they, they're Chris? open to honest discussion, but not this spectacle. That's what you call this, a spectacle? Yeah. I guess they uh-huh. want to do their talking with propaganda ads and millions in lobbying. Right, yeah. <laughs> propaganda. I don't oh. know if you've heard this, Chris. The NRA doesn't <laughs> have a lot of millions to be thrown around with <laughs> for lobbying right now. Uh, uh, but I, of all the, <clears throat> all the entities... Complaining mm-hmm. about propaganda. It's CNN. Yeah, CNN. Shut up, Chris. Pathetic. <laughs> uh, so, there was uh, much more. Here's here's uh, part oh, of it. Oh, Claiming oh. the president uh, won't solve this problem, and obviously yeah. the president won't solve this problem. Uh, I want gonna... you to stop saying that this is going to be about the president. He's oh. not going to solve this problem. You can argue right. the reasons why in different ways, but it doesn't matter. He says he's open to making changes, but he is yet to act in a real way. And this really shouldn't be all about him. Pause it for all a second. Major mo- okay. Did they go after Obama with this when the multitude of times it happened under Obama? No. And Obama didn't do anything either. It was, what was the Republican Congress going to do? Obama did nothing. <sighs> Absolutely nothing. Yep. At least, I mean, if you're a gun control advocate, at least you've gotten the bump stock thing out of... Donald Trump. Yeah, I think what would Obama do the uh, mental health mm. screening uh, extra layer there? Um, I think that's one thing that he did. Yeah, yeah, mental health. That's yeah. that's not what this is about mm-hmm. to these buffoons. Oh no, and they made it clear last night that's not what this is about. Uh, yeah, this is about the guns. The guns. We've got to get the guns. These 
weapons of war, the military-style weaponry that's manufactured for only one purpose, and that's to kill. All right, let's see the rest of this. <laughs> you get to act in a real way. And this really shouldn't be all about him. All major movements mm. in this country start with you, not them, not the politicians. Sure, when they run, they all have plans and ideas and promises, thoughts and prayers, sympathy for those who suffer. They just rarely act on it because it really is for you to lead with your voices mm -hmm. and your votes. And I believe there's reason for help. For one, mm. we can't continue to be this stupid. It just defies <laughs> common sense. But this isn't we a have spectacle. A clear Keep consensus in mind. It's among Americans it's not a spectacle. Better uh -huh. and more protection. Right. Yeah, yeah. Second. Second. Number two. We were Where in we El go? Paso this week, right? Right. I felt I something so. different there. Did you? This country rejects hate. And uh -huh. the idea of white nationalists preying on a certain part of us is unacceptable. Yes, it is. And I believe your revulsion will force lawmakers to treat people like them as the terrorists they are. Okay. People point to the 94 assault weapons ban as a model. But is it really? Is it, Barely is found it really? political consensus. It was like 216 to 214. And to be honest, it really was easily run around by manufacturers. Oh, wow. So I would argue so, we've never really taken never. this on. We've never really. And no. yet change it's, is obvious. Uh, uh -huh. What good argument did you hear tonight for why all gun sales should not be checked and that that data really shouldn't be shared? with relevant agencies. These fears of some mystery mm. database where they'll know what you have, and then when you have to go against the government someday, you'll be unprepared, ill-equipped. Come on. Come on. A hundred round drums Okay, that's your big no answer? Pause that for a second. <laughs> okay, that's your big rebuttal to that? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, well, that's really compelling, Chris. Woo. Thank you. Sign me up for this argument. <laughs> okay, so your argument against the Second Amendment yep. and the actual reason it's in existence. Write this down is... Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that is so great. Wow, what a powerful rebuttal <laughs> think, to think the founding that. fathers. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's a, I mean, that's a serious thing. Yeah. A federal database of who owns what in this country? Come, come on. on. Come on. What's your problem with that? Come on. Come on. Like, you're never going to have to worry about your government <laughs> getting too oppressive, uh, overbearing, or tyrannical. Come on. And the point has uh, been When has that ever happened? Right. Ever. Name a time. You can't. Oh, Come goodness. on. Uh, scratch my head here. <laughs> um, ask the Japanese Americans. Uh, no, I, the, the argument is made, has been made in the past here, in you know, the last couple of years, but yet they just completely blow by it is mm -hmm. they despise Donald Trump. Yet they want Donald Trump to know if they're armed? I don't mm -hmm. think about that. Yeah. And they're calling him tyrannical. Yes. Uh, they're, call, they're, they're claiming they're losing their rights. If he's Hitler. They're, right. Do don't you, you want need... Hitler to know that you're armed when he comes to the door? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, wow, is he brilliant. You can't argue with, come on. <laughs> you, you can't argue with it. Pat Heads, it's hashtag come, come on. on today. Come on. All right. There's there's more. Let's see if we can get to the I end of know. this. A mystery database where they'll know what you have. And then when you have to go against the government someday, <laughs> you'll be unprepared. Wait, here, it equipped. Comes. here it comes. Stay with me. A hundred round oh. drums oh, dang it. are no more necessary than bump stocks. And even this president found his way to banning those. The rules that state already mm -hmm. that you have certain requirements to meet if you want a handgun, concealed, open carry permits, mm -hmm. those questions, the affidavits. Mm -hmm. Those sales. Come on. If yeah. you just put those in place with every sale, you'd make a real difference in vetting who gets weapons and why. And we mm -hmm. already have the infrastructure for mm -hmm. it. 
And yes, letting families flag authorities about a loved one who seems determined to hurt themselves or others and remove their access to weapons, not forever, not in every case, that would help too. And it would be nice to track shootings federally. It'd be nice to know what's happening mm. and where yeah. and by whom. I'll pause it for a second. And the reasons for... So that was attempted in this particular case, in El Paso, by the mother, right? The mother yeah. alerted authorities. The Allen this also happened at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting <laughs> right 36 to, times. Right to the FBI. Over and over and over they had the warning signs and did nothing. And they could have. <laughs> they could have. The guy... The guy in Florida yes. actually put a gun to somebody's head. I'm sorry, that's illegal right there. You could have done something then. Mm-hmm. They still didn't. We have existing laws on the books, but you got to pay attention to them. You have to do something with it. And come on. Come on. Uh, that's all I can say. A, come on. There's a bottom line right all there. Right. <laughs> come on. We'll try again to get to the end of this. <laughs> and we already mm-hmm. have the infrastructure for it. Oh. And yes, letting families flag authorities about a loved Mm -hmm. one who seems determined to hurt themselves or others and Mm -hmm. remove their access to weapons, not forever, not in every case, Mm -hmm. that would help too. And it would be nice to track shootings federally. It'd be nice to know what's happening and where and by whom. And the reasons for doing none of these things are hollow at best and toxic in the main. Oh, geez. That was really difficult to get through. Yeah, and he is a buffoon. And there's a lot of that, that was cut out, by the way. <laughs> Didn't quite oh, make really? it to the end. Yeah, uh, it wow. is nauseating. Oh man! And what was his like? We're not going to take your guns forever, just for uh, a little while. Yeah, that you know that's the case. I'm sure. In just New like Orleans. in New Orleans, yeah. right? It's only been what you wanted them back within 13 years. <laughs> you are picky. You know what my response to that what? is? Come on, come on, come on! You can't get them back that quickly. Uh-huh. But eventually you'll get your weapons back in New Orleans. Don't worry about it. Due process. <laughs> that wow. is awesome. Right. <sighs> Thousands of people still don't have their guns back. Well, they're not getting them back. Uh, they just took them for a little while because there was an emergency. Mm-hmm. Remember? There was just a little emergency going on. And, uh, and they didn't want you to have guns around because they were afraid of you. And so they took your guns just temporarily. Not forever. <laughs> Just 13 years and counting. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yep. So, you know, people have been kind of taking us to task a little bit on President Trump because, you know, we've been mentioning that he's looks like he's caving yeah, on this. Yeah, please don't cave on the Second Amendment. Please don't. Had some reminders that, you know, I mean, I've never felt like he was super convicted on the issue of of guns and the Second Amendment. However, I I did not expect him to start pushing for gun control. I I, I didn't expect that. Uh, but I should have because he was kind of doing this a couple of years ago. When was this? This well, was after. Yeah, this was a couple of shooting? weeks after the um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas okay. uh, High School so shooting last, in Florida last yeah. year. And there was a particular listener, the Lorette. Uh, thanks for reminding me. I had forgotten all about this. This yeah. little meeting uh, from this clip that we've got of Trump uh, talking uh, about guns. Take a look at this. Uh, this was kind of a warning right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead, Mike. Well, in the category uh, you you spoke about, Mr. President, gun violence restraining orders. They're called California actually has a version of this. And uh, I think you in your meeting with governors earlier this week individually and and as a group, we spoke about um, about states taking steps. But the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves 
or others. Okay. Allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled, right. but, but the ability mm -hmm. to go to court, mm -hmm. obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but all, any, any weapons in the position or of that individual. Or might take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's <laughs> another system, because a lot of times by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to oh get my. the due process procedures. Mm. It does take too long. Uh, I yeah. like taking the guns early, point. like in this he likes taking crazy them early. man's case. I remember talking about this. Florida. He had a lot of fires. They saw everything. Yeah. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take sure. the guns first, sure. go through due process. And then worry about it later. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then maybe you could, here's what you do. Not just take the guns, but put the person in prison first, and then we'll work it out later on. All right? Just let them languish in a jail cell. They can't do anything in there. Hmm. Uh, put them in, like, solitary confinement first. Okay. And then we'll worry about a trial later on and if the, we get around to and it. And if someone has a you know. problem with that, the response mm. would be? Put them in jail, too. Oh. Uh, <laughs> or, or come on. <laughs> or, or, yeah, come on. Come on. What's your problem with that? Wow. Oh. That, I mean, that was just. That's scary, man. That was crazy town right there. It, just take the guns first and then, you know, because it takes, it takes too long. Because court takes too long. Yeah, to adjudicate things? Come on now. Come on. Come on. Thank you, for Chris, uh, for the for the phrase of the day. Come on. Come on. That's just silly to wait that long, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's right, though. It does take a while sometimes uh, to go through due process. It's just irritating and inconvenient for for the authorities, for the government. I don't want I don't want things like that to become irritating um and so <laughs> a lot of people say hey look at china they get things done sure do and that's really true you know yeah. because the party uh has a way about them where they just get things done yeah and, and in china you have incentive to behave um because you want your uh you want social your score, score to be good enough to allow right. you freedom of movement so to speak has anybody um, suggested the social score here in the United States? No. What? They should. They should uh -huh. talk about that. Let's get together and and let's have a conversation about a social and, score. And don't forget, in China, they've also, um, hmm. you know, in recent years, allowed you to have uh, up to two kids instead of just the the one. Just the one, right? Right. So, that's right. So China's a great model for us to oh, it's emulate. It's terrific. Look how so. well that's uh, that thing is really. They they got it rolling over in China. They get things done. They get things done. Boy, Taiwan's about to find out how things get Ooh. done over there. Hong Kong? Uh, Hong Kong, sorry. Yes, yes. Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, it's a little frightening. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, just take their guns, and we'll worry about it later. The due process thing. Shh, that is bad. Scary warning sign a year uh, ago. Yeah, and it's it's coming back to haunt us now. So, congratulations. Uh, 888-933-93. Scientists have found a correlation, of course, between... Obesity and processed foods, uh, but processed foods also apparently uh, help us overeat a lot, which you know kind of ties into the obesity thing. I don't know if it's a chemical thing in there. Maybe it kind of squashes the OEA, you know, the the chemical that sends the signal to your brain to tell you that you're full. Um, so there is something you can do about it. You can get fresh food in your diet. And you can have real nutrition, even if you don't like vegetables uh, like like me. You take a scoop of Field of Greens with a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables that will boost your immunity using antioxidants and pre and probiotics. 
it's real food too. It's not it's not anything that's an extract. It's not a lab powder of some sort. It's uh it's really just chopped up vegetables and fruits. And you put it into a I don't know, 8 ounces of water for instance, it'll just taste like Kool-Aid. Go to brickhousepat.com, get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. You're going to love this stuff. Get more energy and have a healthier body as a result. Brickhousepat.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Did you actually watch the full uh, town hall last night? Come on. I will. Ad- yeah. Okay, good. Because I, I will admit I couldn't do it. No. Could not do it. It was tough enough to get through. Uh, most of the two debates last time, let alone, you know, watching this town hall with Chris Cuomo. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, and it's different this time because we've got the president really sounding the alarm that he's open to some sort of gun control. We've got other Republicans uh, who are doing the same thing. Representative Kinziger was talking about gun control measures. Listen to this. Be in the right spot as a Second Amendment guy. Um, a Second Amendment guy too. We have to too. be willing to say uh-huh. what can we do to help alleviate some of these issues right. to preserve our rights because that uh-huh. this next generation. I got to tell you, Dana. Mm-hmm. People think they're going to become conservative when they're older. They are very decided on this issue, and when they take power or they take a seat from me or something like that, it's going to be a very different. I love it. So we have to abandon the Second Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> to save the Second Amendment. <laughs> it's kind of what he's saying. There. So, yeah, this guy's a Republican. And he is saying that the millennials, if we don't do some gun control right now, the millennials will overturn the Second Amendment. So that's why he's willing to do some gun control measures right now. Now, again, don't get him wrong. He's a Second Amendment guy. <laughs> <laughs> All he's saying is, We've got to abandon the Second Amendment to save the Second Amendment. I'll tell you, it is really bad. It's uh, this is not uh, going well right now. With the, uh, <laughs> and what is it you say with Republicans like that? Who needs Democrats? Mm-hmm. And with Democrats like this, who needs socialists? <laughs> okay, that's great. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. If you have a problem with that, come on. <laughs> All right. Got some tweets here. Uh, oh, yeah. After the show yesterday. These are fun. <laughs> I love this name. Like, such as in terms of overall. <laughs> <laughs> Just combining so many uh, great terms. Uh, grilled cheese and ketchup. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah. Big, yes, of course. I think you're alone in that one. No? No, I'm not. I've never heard of that. You've got to be what? I let it go yesterday when you said that. What? Yeah, You've always, never heard of it? Yeah, that's just always tomato soup, ketchup. Like, do you do you take the corner, little triangle, and dip it in and eat it, or what do you well, do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you don't put I dip it the on grilled like cheese. A, no, I don't put it on it. I just dip the grilled cheese into the ketchup. It's delicious. I've honestly never ever heard that. Come on, come on. <laughs> I challenge you. Give it a try. I'll try it, but I mean, if if. All right, if tomato soup would work, why wouldn't tomato ketchup? The logic is there. Thank I've just you. never tried it, and it sounds wrong. Like such as in terms of overall, says, I think you are alone in this one. Uh, is the classic pairing of tomato soup too vegetable for you? Yes, it is. <laughs> is that right? Yes. 
Um, yes, it is. But wait, I don't understand. If ketchup is fine and it's a tomato, I know. But it, it's also, you know, made with a lot of sugar and other delicious things that sort of negate the tomato in it. Do they still make a complete non sequitur here? But do they do they still make the different colored ketchups? Like maybe they tried green and blue and mm. stuff for a while. I don't know. You ever see those? Yeah, nasty. Just kind of freaked me out. I, I, nasty. I think we tried it for our grandkids' sake, and even they didn't want that. <laughs> I don't want green ketchup. That looks <laughs> right. really sick. So funny. Uh, from Carrie Ball, grilled cheese and ketchup is a Travis Shamakery. Mm-hmm. No, what is wrong with you people? Really? Come, come on. Maybe it's a Montana thing. I don't. I don't know. Oh. Maybe it's a my family thing. I just thought everybody. <laughs> I I I challenge you to try it and then come back to me. I'll try it. All right. Are you cooking for me? You having me over mm. to the house tonight, Pat? Well, again, Is that what you're saying? Again, if there was a way to get there, you bet. But uh, oh, oh, darn have that it. Green Goblin guy loan me his hoverboard. Well, if you could, if you can get that from him, yeah, you okay. give it a shot. Cool. Uh, aggressive sense out loud. <laughs> Isn't that insensitive to say to call a planet a super gas dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be called a super gas little person? <laughs> Good stuff. That's right. Go we... back and catch up on yesterday's podcast so if you great. missed these references. From wise old Yoda Lur. <laughs> uh, wait, the super earth planet has a dwarf sun. Wasn't that word deemed defensive by the folks at Colorado State University? Indeed it was. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Uh, Sharp-eared listeners mm-hmm. for noticing the really offensive language being thrown out there. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, this uh, this whole uh, situation with the gun control and the Republicans getting on board and uh, the president kind of leading the pack on this. You know, and here here's another thing. As we just saw with Chris Cuomo, here's the president leading the way on this. And they're still bashing him every step of the way. Great point. Not one thing he has said, (laughs) which is far more than Obama did, not one thing has been, wow, we gotta we gotta give it to him. He's he's really taking action this time. Nothing. They won't give him one inch, not a stinking inch. Um, meanwhile, Republican congressman from Ohio has also come out in support of a ban, a ban on Military-style guns. Uh, (laughs) Representative Michael Turner issued a press release uh, with his new stance, and he also expressed support for magazine limits uh, and red flag laws. So we're talking about a a ban on assault rifles, AR-15s and the like. Uh, We're also talking about a limit on uh, magazines and a, a red flag law, which we already have some red flag laws. He said, I strongly... <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I, hold yeah, on, I, hold on, this. hold on. Can I peel back the curtain for a second? Mm-hmm. I just love it. Mm. When you're reading a story and you can't even start the... You get, you, you get ready to read a quote and it's just like it's so dumbfounding that you just stop. You can't even make it. What What is this guy going to say? What's his cat got? Oh, no. I strongly support the Second Amendment, <laughs> but... Uh-huh. Uh, don't even try that. <laughs> You buffoon. I strongly support the Second Amendment, but I just want to set fire to it. (laughs) But we must prevent mentally unstable people from terrorizing our communities with military-style weapons Mm. using all the language of the left. Mm -hmm. I will support legislation that prevents the sale of military-style weapons to civilians, a magazine limit, and 
red flag legislation, the carnage these military-style weapons are able to produce when available to the wrong people is intolerable. Wow. Wow. The warning signs are there, y'all. This time it's different. Sure is. Turner's congressional district includes Dayton and his daughter and a family member were at a bar across the street from where the gunman initially opened fire. My daughter and a family friend had just entered the Tumbleweed Connection when the shooting began across the street. Both reported both reported the visible Dayton police presence before the shooting and the bravery they witnessed as officers ran toward the gunshots. My daughter and friend fled into Oregon District and contacted me at 2 a.m. As they ran home, I followed their progress, prayed for them and our community. Thank you to the Dayton police, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Um, so they've got another Republican on board. Um, and we're not just talking about red flag laws, although that's part of this for him. And we're not just talking about limiting the magazine, as he's also doing, but also a ban on AR-15s. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, shall oh. not be infringed. Uh, just seriously, just set it on fire. <sighs> Why stop there? I mean, there are other weapons well, out there besides it, guns, right? It won't stop there. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, because eventually there's going, you know, deaths are going to continue. People are going to use handguns and then they're going to come after the real culprit, the handgun. How can they not? Handguns kill, what is it, 10 times more people? More than that, probably. Um, I, it's, it's not even close, the carnage that handguns create. Uh, so they can't stop at... AR-15s. They're going to, in order to appease everybody who's so frightened right now, uh, they're going to have to go further, and they will. And, and can we not even stop at handguns? Can we please continue on to, say, knives? Well, they've uh, done that in London. Uh-huh. And yeah, well. Apparently, there's some evidence that we need to do that here in the United States. Hmm. Four people killed in a rampage in California, and there was no gun involved. Yep. Wait, then how did the people die? A knife. A suspect is in custody, killing at least four people, injuring two others, apparently targeted at random Mm. in a deadly stabbing and robbery spree in two cities in Orange County yesterday. Yeah, it was crazy, man. Jeez. But again, it's it's the gun. It's not the people. Yeah, right. It's the gun. Right. And this guy, all he had was a knife. 33-year-old man from Garden Grove uh, started his rampage just after 4 p.m. Broad daylight robbed more than half a dozen businesses during a two-hour wave of violence. The violence appeared to be random, and the only known motive seemed to be robbery, hate, and homicide. So weird. The rampage began with the report of a burglary at an apartment complex and proceeded to a robbery at a bakery. Uh... A suspect also lives in that same apartment complex where the original robbery occurred. Later, police responded to the same apartment complex after the suspect stabbed two men in some kind of confrontation. One man was pronounced dead at the scene and the other died later. Jeez. One woman at the scene said she believes her husband is one of the victims, but hadn't yet been able to find him. Really sad. We're a sick society, man. Yeah, that and is... we're going to find a way. So when you can't blame this on guns, what do you blame that on? Uh, it, it's a person. It's a person wielding the knife. 
The knife didn't jump up and stab people just like guns don't don't run out and start firing themselves. And I, you just can't get through that. You can't get can't can't get that through people's heads. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the Amazon Capital One data breach just happened, but don't worry about it because it was just one hundred and six million people. Oh, okay. <laughs> just one hundred and six million yeah. in this data breach. <laughs> so they got your home address, banking information. Ah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Title fraud is rampant now because identity identity thieves <clears throat> know that your title and your mortgage are online and they can hack into it. And so their big payday comes by forging your name off your home's title so it looks like they own your home. Then they borrow against your equity. So there's no insurance program that covers this or bank or identity theft program. There's just home title lock. They cover this. They protect your home uh, online. The first 60 days after crimes like the Amazon server Capital One breach are crucial. So you're going to get 60 risk-free days from home title lock of their protection. Claim your 60 risk-free days at uh, hometitlelock.com. Enter your address to see if you're already a victim. It's hometitlelock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a pat unleashed on Twitter. Constitutional drunk tweets uh, from gun control to grilled cheese and ketchup. This is CNN. <laughs> this uh, is Pat Gray unleashed. <laughs> Pat's eighteen missing firearms. Point of personal privilege. Flim flam. <laughs> I tend to go crazy every year in April. So if I could just have my Sixteenth Amendment rights suspended around that time on a yearly basis, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, Bernie's Unleashed Coffee Mug tweets, ketchup on grilled cheese is the result of generations of gray kids going unchecked. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's good. Uh, G.J. Herman. I don't have any assault weapons, only defense weapons. Thank you. Oh, nice. Okay. Thank you. Uh, USSA News tweets, just make mass shootings and murder illegal. And all this gun control talk goes away. Why didn't you think of that? I don't know. I Seriously, I look at you as the host. That's a common sense thing, I'm right? not taking the blame as an American on this one. I'm pointing at you, <laughs> talk show host Pat Gray. That's a great, just it's make a good idea. murder illegal. Mm-hmm. What, didn't we do I have that? to think of everything, though? That's I mean, a good job. I, uh, if only our legislators would come up with that. USSA News. Good job with that one. Wow. <laughs> this is right there. Right in front of us. Yep. <laughs> Staring us right in the face. <laughs> that sounded a little like uh, Eeyore. Staring us right in the face. I don't know. Whatever. Lost my tail. 888 <laughs> Uh, all right. So, I guess the president actually had a better reception in uh, in the mass shooting cities than the uh-huh. left thought he was going to receive. Yeah, and they hate it. <laughs> they can't. First of all, they can't understand it. They don't understand why every single person in this country doesn't hate him just as much as they do. Uh, it's pretty amazing, and they just. Every time something happens with this guy that is positive, they can't they can't figure it out. Yeah, 
Yeah, they they were visibly. It's really kind of fun. Shocked. Yes. Yesterday on MSNBC. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, do we have we do we have the the guy in the hospital bed? Oh, you want uh, that? Yeah. So you don't want MSNBC? You want CNN? Uh, Chris Cuomo visited a survivor in the uh, hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll clips start eight there. and nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go with eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you heard gunshots, and you I heard gunshots, and I knew what it was. So I ran towards my mother to try to shield her. And I'm like, Mom, because my mom, she's a gun-wielding grandma. She, mm. carries, a, she carries a snub-nosed Smith & Wesson uh, 38 Special with a built-in scope in it everywhere she goes. Not that day. An hour before we went to Walmart, she decides, oh, we're just going to Walmart. I'm going to put it in my room. Oh, so man. when I went to her, Jeez. no gun. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. And then so mm. I was like, and then she hmm. took off, and it was just chaos. And then so I just, I saw him standing in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I saw him popping people off. I was inside the produce department, which is right by the front door, and I saw him popping people off, and I was like, you know, this is crazy. So in, to deter him, I started just chunking bottles. I just started throwing bottle, random bottles at him. And hmm. I'm not a baseball player, so one went this way and one went that way. And then one went right towards him, and then that's when he saw me and just started. And I ducked and started. I was behind the chips, and so I ducked, and he behind just the chips. Boop, 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 oh, man. started firing off rounds at me. And I was like, and the chips didn't oh, my protect God, you? this guy's shooting at me. Oh, man. So I guess they got through. the bullet went through the chips? Huh. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I guess not, you, that's not I, good cover right there. hide where you can i it, chris cuomo had to hate that because yeah. the guy is talking about his mom carrying a firearm Normally for protection yep. mm-hmm. and here's another case where had it been as usual where she took the gun with her to walmart because you know that's where you might need it like in this particular case yep uh, they could have put this guy down. Did you hear that, Chris? Wow. He was armed with water bottles. Okay. Yeah. And that was one of the uh, one of the um, uh, students from Parkland last night was saying uh, during the town hall. It's uh, I keep hearing about good guys with guns. Good guys with guns. Well, where were good guys with guns? Well, unfortunately, they weren't. They weren't there that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. The lady was mm-hmm. typically armed and ready for such an event, but not this time. That's ah, just. Ugh. Frustrating, really frustrating. I mean, as a as a citizen, I guess uh, you know we're gonna have to. If if you are licensed to carry, it's your responsibility, I guess, now to to be ready to be that line of defense. Yeah, and that's why you have to. That's why you have to carry. Because I mean, nine people were killed in about thirty seconds in Dayton before the police put that guy down, uh, and so it doesn't take long. And you got to be—you've got to be prepared right away. So if you have a concealed weapon, really good idea to carry that thing with you wherever you can. Even to Walmart, just for a quick trip to Walmart, as they witnessed. Uh, he had more to say. Was this the, the mm-hmm. uh, same person talking to uh, Chris Cuomo? Yeah. And so I ducked, and he just mm. boop, 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 mm. started firing off rounds at me, and I was like, Jeez. "Oh my God, this guy's shooting at me." And then so when I got hit, it was like it was like somebody put a hand grenade in your back and pulled the 
pen. That's basically what it felt like. Felt like. And then so I was like, oh my God, I got to get up. I got to get up, get up, get up, get up. And then so he walked to the bank, <clears throat> which was right by the mm. restrooms, and just randomly started. I mean, people were praying in Spanish. Por favor, no, no, por favor, no. And he was just, they were on the ground, and he still just shot him in the head. Oh, I mean, geez. they were praying in Spanish. I mean, I'm from El Paso, and I know Spanish, and they were praying, please, please, don't shoot me. And he had no remorse for their lives at all. Really sad. Yeah, really, really awful. And please, it, just prepare. There's just no reason. There's just no, you can't, these people are so sick. You just can't, you can't rationalize it, rationalize it out in your, in your mind. And that's what we want to do, but you can't. It's a sick world. Be prepared. Yeah. And again, you know, this El Paso shooter's uh, mother actually called the, the Allen Police Department, which is here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, before the shooting because she was concerned that her son had an AK-type uh, firearm. The mother contacted police because she was worried about her son owning the weapon, given his age, his maturity level, and lack of experience handling such a firearm. Now, I don't know that she thought that he might be capable of something like this. During the call, though, the, the mother was transferred to a public safety officer who told her that based on her description, her son, who's 21, was legally allowed to purchase the weapon. The mother didn't provide her name or her son's name, and police didn't seek any additional information uh, before the call was ended. So it's not known whether the gun the mother inquired about is the weapon used, but you would imagine so. In response to public records request for information on, alleged, on the alleged shooter, uh, the Allen Police Department provided no reports documenting the call. Mm. Uh, the police said in a statement only three minor incidents. One, a false burglar alarm at the family home. Another, when the shooter was a passenger in a bus involved in a minor traffic accident. And a third, when he ran away from home but returned 30 minutes later. That's the entirety of their dealings with him in any capacity. But uh, in high school, he had these lists, right? Or was that the Dayton shooter? That was a Dayton shooter. <clears throat> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So this, this psycho apparently uh, didn't have any of those warning signs. They just didn't have any problems with him. And then all of a sudden he does this. I, it's just, I, I don't know how you stop it. I really don't. And nobody wants to hear that. I, I don't know how you safety wrap our society. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know how you don't stop it. it it's uh, mm-hmm. You don't take the God-given rights away from the mm-hmm. rest of us. Yep. Yeah. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A low credit score could keep you from getting things <clears throat> you want and you need. A credit card, a car, uh, even sometimes a job, but certainly a house. And it also means you pay higher interest rates than people with better scores. You don't have to keep getting denied for credit, though. You can kickstart your comeback on your credit today. How do you do that? Call the specialists at creditrepair.com. They can help you work to repair your credit and improve your score by removing negative items like late payments and charge-offs, collections, <clears throat> even bankruptcies. 
Call this number and get a free credit evaluation today, 800-501-3199. When you call, you'll get a free credit report and score, and you'll find out what creditrepair.com can do to help improve your score. Creditrepair.com. It helps you work toward a better score so you can have a better life. The evaluation, credit report, and score are free. So call 800-501-3199. That's 800-501-3199. It's not available in all states. Not They don't practice in Georgia, Mississippi, Ohio, or South Carolina. So all we're talking about uh, for who knows how long, gun control and white supremacy. I actually liked what uh, uh, what Tucker Carlson said the other day about the white supremacy thing being a hoax. From the standpoint of this being a really predominant thing in the United States of America, I agree with that. There, How many white supremacists are there in this country? Honestly, I mean, do you know anybody who's a a member of the Ku Klux Klan, for instance? Do you know anybody who claims to be a white nationalist or supports that sort of ideology? I I don't know anybody like that. I've never run into them. Now, because this person wanted in, in El Paso wanted to kill Hispanics, they're claiming that he's a white supremacist, but... I don't know. It's just sheer racism. I don't know if it's white supremacy. Um, but Shepard Smith at Fox went after Tucker Carlson uh, yesterday because uh, Tucker Carlson said that white supremacy was a hoax. Uh, Shepard Smith said, what does a jar of Miracle Whip look like when you ask it a really hard question? Whoa. I'm not sure I understand that question. What does a jar of Miracle Whip look like when you ask it a really hard question? I feel like the Jeopardy song is playing in my head now because <laughs> like, I'm really stumped. I, I So was I. I don't even know what that means. Wow. Uh, but uh, the left loves Shepard Smith because he's on Fox News and he's liberal and, and he'll call out uh, Trump and he will, he will call out actually other, other hosts on Fox News. Uh, He said, marking the unmistakable rise of white nationalism and white racism in America and saying as president he will work to fight against it, calling us to our better souls to recognize that white nationalism is real, that white nationalism is on the rise, and that white nationalism is without question a very serious problem in America. Is it? And beating down those who would help facilitate it and encourage it because they're an enormous part of the problem, uh, which may or may not have been directed at Tucker Carlson, but uh, surely Carlson fits that bill, I guess. White supremacy is a Zio media conspiracy theory. Uh, the <laughs> term it is itself a lie. Millions of white activists are not supremacists. We seek not to oppress or destroy any other race. This is from David Duke. Uh-huh. Probably not the best spokesman no. for uh, being against white nationalism and <laughs> white supremacy. Oh, goodness. 
Eh, Come on. Probably not the helper that Tucker Carlson was looking for because he's he tweeted, uh, Tucker is right. Yeah, well, you're not you're not helping, Dave. Quiet you. Yeah, you're not helping. Why don't you just, uh, you know, maybe not uh, try to be such a helper if you would. That would be great. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm I'm. I'm still trying to figure out the whole uh, mayonnaise analogy here or the miracle whip. I'm sorry, that's a How's big that debate in my household you? because you know, when I when I actually refer to mayonnaise or miracle whip as mayonnaise, it's I'm quickly corrected. I know it's miracle mm-hmm. whip. Right. So now 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 I'm going down two roads mm-hmm. with this analogy from Shepard Smith. What in the world was he talking about? So I I'm sort of Debating whether to tackle the mayonnaise yeah, issue. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, you're going to say mayonnaise? <laughs> it's mayonnaise. Okay. Yes. M-A-Y is not man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, May. It's Kardashian, not Kardashian <laughs> as well, as long as we're doing this. I don't even talk about the Kardashians, so why would that matter? Kardashian. Kardashian. When do I ever talk about the Kardashians? You have before. No idea. Yeah, I, we've I had plenty of stories. I couldn't care less about the Kardashians. Kardashians, Kardashians. What have I said? Mayonnaise. No, what is it? What you, did you, I pronou- s- you pronounce their last name uh, Kardashian, and it's actually Kardashian with an H. And I figured as long as we're going huh. to do the right. nitpick Keats mayonnaise, I also say orange sometimes instead of orange because I'm from mm-hmm. the South. All right. It's what we do. Okay. In the meantime, let me uh, take care of some tweets here from Amy What's-Her-Face. Although this may result in sensory overload, I think the anti-gun crowd needs to watch a few horror flicks. The madmen typically don't use guns, and the heroes or victims often stop them with one. <laughs> uh, ASAP all up in here. <laughs> so the big <laughs> bags of air, also known as chips, didn't protect the guy from the shooter? Weird. Yeah, I know. I know. That is... Is strange. I don't know, Hawaiian kettle, sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Saves84, look, I, I haven't heard the segment yet, but have seen plenty of posts. Ketchup and grilled cheese? I'm normally against red flag laws. But <laughs> the warning signs are make there. Make an exception, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> really? Huh. Okay. Huh. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> I t- don't knock it until you try it. Uh, 888-900-3393. I remember when we were talking about the uh, the Black Panthers and <clears throat> how violent they were, how hateful they were, how they talked about killing day babies. Remember that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to kill some of day babies. I mean, things like this. So I just want to say uh, to all the listeners that's <clears throat> on this phone call, if you are having any doubt. Remember this conference call from the Black Panther Party? That, we end mm-hmm. that has never ended. Let me tell you something. All right. The things that's about to happen to mm-hmm. these honkies, these crackers, these pigs, these beautiful people, it has been long overdue. Yeah, yeah. but she, what she said was right. We got to suit up and boot up. Suit up we and got boot up. Suit up mm-hmm. and boot up yeah. and get prepared. Yeah. For the war that we're in, this stuff mm. got to boil over. Yeah. And all your greats mm. talked about there having to be bloodshed right. involved with revolution. True revolution means some bloodshed. So there's no. blood being spilled because there's a new life mm-hmm. that is beyond this right. bloodshed. Now, when we played that, when we talked about that, that was that. ludicrous. These yeah. people, oh, come on. There's nobody in the, Very few of them exist in this country. <laughs> oh, stop it. I don't remember that at all. 
maybe, yes, sir. What does what does you George this. Zimmerman mean? What what have you researched with this George Zimmerman? What does this George Zimmerman situation situation mean for us mm. as a people? Mm-hmm. It shows us how these demons, no matter whether they have the social license to kill as police or whether they just average so-called mm-hmm. citizens in America, right. we have to understand that they've been given a social license to kill based on their white skin privilege, based on their <laughs> white skin bad. Yep. They think that they can Never kill that. us and get away with it. This shows us that uh-huh. racism really exists in America, no mm-hmm. matter if you get a black face in a high place like Obama and these other mayors and politicians. It shows that we are economically, politically, socially, and militarily powerless mm-hmm. against these demons no matter the what demons. a black face in a high place <laughs> will never change our situation as a people and I mean, they're constantly pushing this crack cocaine in they constantly push literally demonizing <laughs> white people that's a fair point literally hey, that is, all these things shows us that uh-huh. we are facing extermination right. and if we face an extermination then it's uh-huh. time for us to stand up and resist right okay so i mean that goes on and on and on wow and on and on and on uh and that was silly that was ludicrous to even talk about, to even bring up, because it was such a tiny little problem in America. Nobody pays attention mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. But the white supremacist <laughs> thing, oh my gosh. Wow. That's as prevalent as you please. That We, we got to do something about this. 888 Okay, no, but that was not a problem. Not, no, none of that was of interest. That to was the fringe. Yes, it's a fringe. Come on, but this white supremacy thing—I guess that's not fringe. I guess it's mainstream. <laughs> I, although I've never seen one, met one, been around one. Jeez, uh, you would honestly the way they're talking about white supremacists <clears throat> in America. You would think that on our way home from work, we passed three Klan rallies. You would. Just to get back home. Yes, you would think that. Hey, come off it. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, 888-933-93. But they're using it right now to, you know, uh, I mean, who knows what they're going to do with this white nationalism thing. Uh, first of all, they're going to try to bring about some, some gun control. And, uh, the, you know, the red flag laws, the magazine limits... And now they're talking, I mean, some Republicans are talking about an assault weapons ban. It's, uh, it's pretty serious right now. This is, this is different than the previous mass shootings. Let's go to Matt in Texas. Hey, Matt, you're on the, you're on the blaze. Good morning, fellas. Hey. Hey, uh, you'll have to pardon my windedness. I'm uh, walking a dog around the neighborhood, <laughs> actually being dragged around the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> Been there. I wanted to chime in on this whole situation. Uh, you know, maybe we need to reform, uh, re, uh, excuse me, reframe this in terms that the president can understand. This would be considered a witch hunt, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> yes. Of anything yet? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and that is something he can definitely understand. 
Uh, that's a good point. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, uh, Matt. <laughs> that is what we should call this, is, is a witch hunt. And maybe that gets his attention. I don't know. Oof. <sighs> Yesterday, uh, MSNBC was a little surprised at the president's reception in El Paso. <laughs> They even admitted that his uh, here's the video. They they were talking about the fact that his the response to Donald Trump showing up in El Paso was surprisingly positive. Me, <laughs> Jacob, you've been in El Paso talking to the community. What's the feeling there about the president's visit? Well, Ali, given the way that the president has talked about Latinos uh, and Latinos <laughs> make up uh, the vast majority of the population of the city uh-huh. uh, of El Paso, surprisingly. Uh, positive is the way that ah. people are responding here ah. in the wake of the shooting. I see um, calls for <laughs> unity um, and great. A, a great spirit mm-hmm. of togetherness. A great spirit of togetherness. Uh, surprisingly, pos- well, I have to say, though, I have to preface this yeah. in light of the way he has spoken about Latinos. Way to slip that in there. Yeah, that's great. Oh, in other words, this racist bastard has been bashing Latinos and talking about their extermination for how long? They're even trying to... I mean, how many times have we heard the extermination thing uh-huh. lately? Who was it that was... Oh, what was her name? Laura um, something or other. Uh, we got to play that, too. Clip 12. I don't even... Where did this come from? Where... On MSNBC, they talk about exterminating. The president has been talking about exterminating Latinos. Look at this. The last Republican president fought for, sought, and 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 it's it's not ideal, but had forty four percent of right. Latino vote. It was, a, it was so politically powerful mm-hmm. in, in, inside the last Republican administration. President Obama used the power of the presidency mm-hmm. to try to pass comprehensive immigration reform with the Latino mm-hmm. community, Latino leaders at the table. You now have a president, as you said, talking about exterminating right. Latinos. It's- right. Wait. Wait. What? <laughs> What? Who talked about exterminating Latinos, right? Gloss over that one. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> You're trying too hard at MSNBC. Unbelievable. Yeah, but she at least came out and apologized for that, right? She totally... Oh, man. Was she sorry about oh, it? She tweeted Mea later. Culpa, right? She tweeted. Uh, I don't know. Did she not even address this on the air? Uh, no. Did you not come back and address this on the air? Did no one say in her ear? Uh, uh, the president's never talked about exterminating Latinos, you might Nicole. Come back and lead with your so, mistakes. Nicole Wallace tweets I misspoke about Trump calling for an extermination of <laughs> Latinos. Yeah, you sure did, Putin. <laughs> My mistake was unintentional, and I'm sorry. Okay, so she should have left it right there. We're good. That's good. We're Trump's all cl- constant Wait. assault on people of color and his use of the word invasion to describe the flow of immigrants is intentional <laughs> and constant. Not helping. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. <laughs> that, she really didn't even apologize. Right, stop typing. <laughs> Man. And this is supposedly a news person. Uh-huh. Come on. Despicable. I mean, that's really seriously uh, despicable. Uh, but there's a lot of despicable to go around. Uh, I love this story about Rosanna Arquette, an Ooh. actress who, I don't know when the last movie she was in, what, 1985 maybe? I, I don't know. I haven't seen Rosanna Arquette since right after the song Rosanna came out by Toto and she claimed it was about her. This is not about you, Rosanna. Okay. 
great song. Yeah, it is good. Same name. And yes, Toto, I guess she used to hang out with the band. She was going out with one of them. Oh. And uh, So it's not about her? And the guy who wrote it wasn't even the guy going out with her. But he liked her name, and so he used it in the song. But the song was not about her. Oh, it was just like the name was the inspiration, <clears throat> yes. not the person. Right. And, and then when the song came out, she claimed over and over again it was about her. And that kind of pissed Toto off. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, she now says that she is sorry she was born white and privileged. <laughs> it disgusts me, and I feel so much shame. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Well, then, you know, about your privilege, uh-huh. you could get rid of a lot of your wealth. You could yeah. divvy it up and give it to all the uh, minorities around you. Mm-hmm. You could send some of it to me. I could see if I could do something better with it yeah, than you're doing. You're white, so. True. Uh, but how pathetic is this? That it is. You just need mental help. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Or you, you need, you get, need therapy. Get in touch with Rachel Dolezal. She can help you uh, change from white to black if that's what True. you prefer. Yeah, you don't, have a, you don't have to identify as white. And I don't want to assume that you're trying to become black. Maybe you want to be Hispanic uh, you know, or, or Asian. Right. I really have no idea what you want to be, but the options are there because it's 2019. Uh, just two days ago, she also posted a picture of herself kneeling before several American flags while holding up a peace sign. She wrote in the caption... I'll never stand for the flag again. Okay. Oh, good for you. Way to take a stand against your country. That's fantastic. That is great. And, and honestly, <laughs> no one cares. So so shut up. Oh, man. All right. So I guess she was in, in fairness to her extensive movie career, she was actually in Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. And she was in the 1996 film Crash. I've never seen either one of those. Have you seen either one of those? Pulp Fiction or Crash? Oh, no. Pulp Fiction, absolutely. You yeah. have seen Pulp Fiction? Oh, that's Fiction? good. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Rosanna Arquette no. in it? I'm sure I know. <clears throat> I don't know actresses' names and stuff like that. Let's see. What was she in that? I don't know. Was it say what she was or anything? I don't know. No, it just said she appeared in okay. it. Okay. So that must mean she didn't have much of a role. But no, Or I just have a bad memory. But, I mean, this is so ridiculous. It's gotten to the point where you're ashamed that you're white. That's just, I mean, come on. Ugh. And is she really ashamed or is she just, is she just, is this a cry for attention? Please, somebody notice me. Look, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all about white privilege now. I'm not, I'm not about giving up my white privilege uh, or my money, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll certainly denounce it. But it'll make a neat tweet and... <laughs> Yeah. People will talk about me for five minutes. Uh-huh. All the progressives in this country will maybe remember me, and, and I might get a film role again sometime, sometime soon, or, or maybe not so soon. Uh, it's just pathetic, and uh, yeah, I'd really like it to stop. Really love for that to happen, um, where we don't have to hear about white privilege anymore, where we don't have to hear about white supremacy anymore. Um, but... Right now, it's it's the most uh, intense problem we face in the United States of America, apparently. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. You know, maybe we just um, turn to some hmm? something entertaining rather than something uh, mind numbing. Oh, you're ready for some animal for videos over there. <laughs> animal videos. I'm not sure I'll ever be ready for that. <laughs> we got plenty, uh, but I did. 
I did see that it, it is Helium Thursday. Uh, yeah, well, and we, we do have the Marianne Williamson thing yeah. from from last week. Norwegian from our, Dan, yeah. yeah, Norwegian Dan does these great videos uh, <laughs> that we really appreciate. Uh, for Helium Thursday, he puts uh, he, this time he put Marianne Williamson to Helium, and this is her her uh, accidental, inadvertent, <laughs> inadvertent yodeling yodel. syndrome. <laughs> Here she is on Helium with IYS. <laughs> She dances too in this version. Here it comes. There he is. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that was a weird situation where she started dancing. Uh, who was that she was dancing with? Was that a rapper of some I sort? I honestly don't know. Yeah. Some celebrity likes her. We had that story last week or the week before, and I, I don't remember who that is. Oh, it told us? Oh, I think shoot. so. Yeah, I think it did. And uh, that the next <clears throat> debate, by the way, uh, September 12th, but September 4th, they get together to talk about climate change. So we got a couple of big Democratic events coming up. September's going to be a good month. Yeah, it is. Going to be a good month for pulling your hair right out of your head. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I wanted to play this uh, because we've got some NFL football tonight. Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just preseason, but I'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, the other day, JJ Watt was <laughs> riding his bike to practice. Well, it wasn't his. It was uh, some kid. He borrowed a kid's bike and got on it. Now JJ Watt is what six six, two ninety ish. Yeah, let's see. And it, solid muscle. Uh, he's a big boy. And uh, he got onto a five-year-old's bike and was trying to ride it. Here's what happened. Well, in another trending story, the NFL's Houston Texans are now holding joint practices with the Green Bay Packers in Wisconsin. And Texan star J.J. Watt, who grew up in Wisconsin, decided a fellow Green Bay tradition was something he wanted to take part of, a ride, <laughs> riding a kid's bike to practice. But it didn't go so well. <laughs> Wow. Oh, okay. uh-oh. <laughs> it broke. <laughs> it broke right away. Five-year-old Barrage Sidhu went to practice with his family, hoping a player would use his bike. And right now his bike, oh, well, man. it's not working so well, but his parents say they don't mind at all. Watch this. He's so drunk that he broke the Z-Dub. Now it feels weird when you ride it. As soon as we got down to the bottom before they went off to training camp, one of his staff came up to me and just graciously offered and said, JJ wants one to pay for a new bike for him. It was a very touching moment for us to see his generosity. Yeah. And Watt is actually well known for his generosity off the field. He helped raise millions of dollars for the victims of Hurricane Harvey. And now millions, that's an understatement. It was like yeah. 40 million or something, wasn't it? Uh, JJ Watt is... Just a great guy. Mm -hmm. Just a great guy. And he's hurt again. He got hurt. Did you hear that? He got, I don't know if he's out for any length of time. But the guy's made of glass. No kidding. How, what? Jeez. If only he could play against bicycles, (laughs) then he'd never get hurt. (laughs) But uh, Uh, yeah, he raised $41.6 million for Hurricane Harvey Relief.
is really something. Mm. It's really something. 888 Let me tell you about Riduzone. If you've been struggling to lose weight and you just, I mean, it's hard. It's so hard to stop eating when you should stop eating. Uh, Riduzone helps you do that, though. It contains OEA, which is a molecule naturally present in your body. But we've learned to ignore the molecules in our body. Uh, Riduzone just strengthens that signal to your brain that you're full so that you stop eating. You feel fuller faster, and you can move on with your day and maybe actually get a little exercise, uh, potentially. Plus, Riduzone also speeds up your metabolism so that you burn fat quicker. Go to riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U zone.com. And they're so confident that this is going to help you lose weight. They're offering you a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll save 30% on a three-month supply at riduzone.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. We have a lot of people asking us in the new Black Panther Party. Yeah. Do we advocate violence? Do you? Yeah. Are do you advocate violence? Are we talking about violence? Talking about this bloodshed and crossing this sea of blood. Let me right. talk to you about this violence. Okay. You don't talk to mm-hmm. the white man and white woman or the oppressors no. in right. the brown nation or the yellow nation or any nation about their violence. That's the thing. You mm-hmm. talk to the black man and black woman about our violence. Okay. You don't press <laughs> the white man on the white man's violence. Huh. You press the black man and black woman on our self-defense stance. Hmm. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Because I, you want us because... to be disarmed and powerless. Oh. You don't want us to be armed with arms to be able to shoot back at your ass all the time when you arrest <laughs> us in the street. Those of you that are out there that you believe in black power and black yeah. nationalism and power to the people what, and, uh, and death huh. to the fascist pig, yeah. hold to your positions. Don't you let up one inch. Not an inch. Not an there iota. Was some, there, there was some iota. talk about right. some, some apologies going around. I want to clear that. We didn't apologize. Sister Michelle didn't apologize. No, no apologies. Just There's stop no trusting your slave master so much. Thank Every you. Every time something Thank come you. across the... The radio station or the TV, stop yeah. taking that for the truth. Stop it. We're, we are unapolog- We are revolutionarily unapologetic <laughs> for the stances that we take in truth. Revolutionarily unapologetic. The white man is the devil. Yes. Now, yeah. I know I, I, right. know I oh, he's got his notes here. Your minds, uh-huh. But I've got to stick true to what it is. Yeah, know? yeah. All right. Stick true okay. to what it is. There you go. So okay. you didn't have to answer for, for, for a no violence. Mm-mm. You're not not talking to the white man and the white woman about violence. Thank except, you. yes, actually, we that's all we've been talking about lately. Which kind of di- disproves everything he said there. Um, <laughs> but Boy, he... Uh, <laughs> but that was never a problem, right? I never heard this, man. That was uh, never... Where have you been? I just where, did you fall asleep during all of these I segments? Like, uh, like Barack Obama at Jeremiah's church? <laughs> <laughs> just slept through all the racism. Yes, that's yeah, what I, it was. I wasn't there that day when the Black <laughs> Panther was spouting the hate. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got some uh, tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Snuggle the cow tweets. Forget about politicians releasing tax returns. I want to see ten years of psychological evaluations, or maybe politician red flag laws. Any uh-huh. signs of mental problems, we take away their vote, and they have to prove mentally stable before getting it back. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First person in line, uh, AOC. Mm. Uh, line forms oh. behind her. Yep. <laughs> 
from Swank Think. We now know why Tucker Carlson always has a look of confusion on his face. He's been trying to figure out Shep's riddle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, duct tape cranium. Cram- cranium? Mm-hmm. Duct tape cranium. That's a tough one. Tweets. Uh, meanwhile, in America, the rest of us are getting along. Yeah, we are. It's really true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we shouldn't lose sight of that either because, I, I mean, there is an effort to get us at each other's throats right now. And uh, it's a pretty effective effort, actually. Greg in Idaho. Hi, you're on the blaze. Morning. Hi. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for asking. You really concerned or are you just making small talk? I am concerned. Okay. I just keep forgetting my Ku Klux Klan rope, so when I go oh, to work, no. i got to come back home and get it again. <laughs> Dang it. I, I keep, wow. You know, we <laughs> talk about it at work all the time. You know, we didn't know we get, went to all these dumb Ku Klux Klan rallies. Right? But, you know, I mean, yeah. hell, I, I guess I was asleep. Yeah. Let's not let the how many out. how many crosses have you burned lately? Oh man, I got I got lots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep track, isn't it? You know, I mean, yeah, we're so racist out of here. We don't know what we're doing. I know. You know, especially in Idaho. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks I, a lot. Know. Uh, thanks, Greg. And that's, I mean, that's where all of those nuts are, right? Yeah, They're. I think Idaho is the capital of Nutville, White Nutville. So, huh? <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, the panhandle, the, the little, the little uh-huh. chimney stack, right? Yeah. They all hide up there. The chimney stack. That's where all the... I don't even know what they call that. The they, call it, right? they call it white supremacyville. That's what they call it. White nutville. Yeah. That's what I heard. Uh-huh. Hmm. Paula in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hey, how are y'all doing? We are... Again. You know, practically perfect. Again. Do you care? Yeah. Do you honestly yeah, well, care? I just like to tell you... No, I don't. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking I just want you to call me a... I mean, a she... Or her, I'm going to call my personal privilege here. I want to talk to you a bit about um, the white supremacy issue. Yeah. I just got kicked off that knitting site. Oh, no. The w- oh, that's <laughs> right. There's, the- there's a knitting site. They won't let you even say the word Trump. Really? <laughs> I, really. I mean, the fact is I lost a lot of friends there. I've been on there for 11 years and was told that if I did not roundly uh, – decry everything Trump has done, I am a white supremacist just because I Jeez, am white. That is unreal. So I think <sighs> it's coming it's coming to the point where if you even agree with Trump on anything, you're automatically a white supremacist. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I think that's true. So you you were actually on that knitting site. I did and I actually got suspended. My comment was because I am an immigrant. I came from New Guinea. Uh huh. But I am white. I'm a Dutch. I'm a Dutch national. Okay. Um, I wrote, "God bless people who come here illegally and obey our laws." What a hater! Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. I, and that that was enough to be to get the boot. It did. Yep. <sighs> and they and there's no there's no recourse. I emailed the guy that <laughs> runs the site, you know, to say. Hello, we're law and order country. At least that's why some of us came here. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to run around eating each other in the jungles. Like well, those where I came from those. That's a tame statement compared to even what Democrats used to say about it. And uh, I mean, yeah. if you just look at the mid two thousands and see what Nancy Pelosi said about illegal immigrants or or Chuck Schumer, they they were all on board with legal immigration, and they were against. They opposed illegal immigration. But Paula, 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 
Is your life any less that you're not allowed uh, on a knitting website? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Listen, I, you know, it, 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 there was a huge community there of people, and mm-hmm. I think it, it's these people are balkanizing us. Yeah, they are. I know it was their personal site, but they are splitting us apart. Yeah. I had one girl there I had been friends with for 10 years, a black girl, New Jersey. And she, when I told her I had been kicked off the site, I texted her. She said, you racist of all people. And I said, yes, they called me that. And um, then she went into the brown and black people, the nations, brown and black nations. And I wouldn't come out and say Trump was explicitly a racist because I don't think he is. I think he's just kind of, he's mm-hmm. a talker. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's, he's a talker. <laughs> yes. I think that's safe to say. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Paula. It's unbelievable what's going on. Yeah. It and, seriously is. And look, I I don't know that there's absolute evidence that Donald Trump is a racist. I've never seen it, if there is. Uh, I know there was something about some real estate holding he had where he supposedly said something back in the 80s. I don't know. Uh, but I haven't seen it for myself. I, I haven't seen hardcore, hardcore evidence of it. Nothing he said as president means that he's a racist. Yeah. It yeah. means that he doesn't like illegal immigration. Uh, and it means that he doesn't say things artfully, <laughs> as Barack Obama used to say. Uh-huh. Uh, there was some inartful language in the speech. Poor phrasing. Poor phrasing <laughs> in the speech. Well, he does. He poor, poorly phrases just about everything he says. That's so, a good point. I mean, you know, yeah, there's going to be some problems. But does that mean he's a racist? No, it does not. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Traffic and weather together every eight minutes on the sevens, all day long. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three because we we want you to get there quickly uh, and, and safely. Safely, yeah, yeah. So so tune in at really important this eight, every eight minutes every eight, the, eight minutes on the sevens. Sevens. So. <laughs> See, this is the point where I'm like, hey, maybe that's really a thing, and I'm just that bad at math that I can't follow. Well, you know that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? You you understand the fact that you're not a good mathematician. Correct. And, uh, you know your weaknesses. <laughs> and uh, I do. Everybody appreciates that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you're a racist and a white nationalist. You also know that because, uh, well, you're not for any Democrats right now. I don't know if you're going to vote for Trump, but I, I know that you agree with some of the things Trump does, mm-hmm. which makes you a white nationalist well, I think and the, a white supremacist. The Trump card, no mm-hmm. pun intended to your argument of me being a racist... The evidence mm-hmm. is clear because I'm white. Thank you. So thank you. Point taken. Yeah. And you should be disgusted by yourself. <laughs> I mean, you should be ashamed at your whiteness and absolutely physically disgusted and sickened by yourself. Um, Are you? I hope. I mean, yes. Okay. Good. I, I am. Good. I mean, I think Rosanna Arquette has kind of led the way. She's, and, she's my voice. Yeah, she's she's all of our voice. <laughs> she is us. <laughs> Not only is this song about her, but we're all about everything she does now. Rosanna. Rosanna. 
All right. Uh, let's go to Phil <laughs> in Oklahoma. Hey, Phil, you're on the blaze. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. Really? Hey, I just wanted to say that these two shootings, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I don't think they have anything to do with mental health. I think they have to do with what the left has been pushing for months, if not years, about uh, these threats that they keep making. And now I think it's finally come out and they've shown their faces and yeah. they're and they're they're pushing this violence. And to me, it feels like that movie Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I have not. Hmm. OK, where uh, terrorists come in and take over the U.S. and everything. I feel like that's where we are now. And they want to take away our guns when this war is happening. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Phil. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but we've got. Chuck Norris on our like the Chuck Norris on our side. Yeah, and so, when you got Chuck, you can't lose. You can't lose. So I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not sweating it. Let's put it that way. Invasion USA. We'll have to look that one up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Vicky in Kentucky. Hi, you're on the blaze. Pat, I have to say, I huh? love both of y'all so much. I laugh every morning. You all start my day off right. Thank you. Nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh boy. Sixty six. I yes. turned 66 last month. Hey, and when that. I was in high school, we studied World War II and Germany prior to World War II. Mm-hmm. And when I got out of school, it was a fascination of mine to try to figure out what the heck could actually have happened to a society where they would turn on their own, a sect of their own, for no apparent reason. And it's happening here, and nobody's talking about it. You vulcanize, mm-hmm. you demonize, you separate, and all of a sudden, voila, it's okay. Yeah. And we are the ones that are going to be vulcanized and demonized, the white people. Are going to be? Uh, it's in the, we're in the process of it right now, aren't we? I mean, right now. Are, not, it- are not Trump supporters being demonized and vulcanized oh, right absolutely. now? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It, it and is that's happening. The yeah. And people don't understand that this is exactly how they did this to the Jews in Germany. Yeah. It's exactly the same. I've watched it coming down the pike, and it scares the devil out of me. Well, and it should. Uh, thanks, Vicky. Hopefully we can stop it. Hopefully we can head it off. But, yeah, it is underway. Which is why, you know, we were supposed to, when we said never forget, Never forget what happened to the Jews in World War II, during World War II with the Nazis. Never forget what the Nazis did with their own people. Never forget any of these things so that we don't have a repeat of, you know, 50 to 100 million people losing their lives in a world war. Uh, But we did forget. And we've ignored it. And anytime anybody brings it up and says, hey, wait a minute. Isn't this what happened to Germany? You're demonized, you're vilified, you're beaten down, you're silenced. Yeah, if you bring up any kind of parallel to Nazi Germany on the right... It's the worst thing you can do. Then what are you talking about? Now, the lefties can bring it up all they want. All day long, especially with Trump. Yeah. (laughs) It's madness, man. And it's perfectly appropriate to compare Trump to a Nazi, uh, to to compare Trump to... uh, (laughs) The Holocaust, you know, that he's perpetrating a genocide. I mean, it's unbelievable his, what you can say about Donald Trump. Right, and and his followers are brown shirts when, I don't know, yes. Antifa, uh, who oppose him greatly. And perpetrate all the violence. They, yeah, and actually are violent in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. get any kind of acknowledgement of being a violent faction of the left. 
And then you've got some kook. And I, I don't know why this guy did what he did in El Paso. I have no idea. Uh, but part of it was environmentalism. In his own manifesto, he, he mentions in, environmentalism, that there has to be less people using up the resources yeah. on this planet. And so he went to El Paso and, and tried to make sure there were less people. Part of it is left-wing ideology that made him do what he did. Yeah, no one's calling out radical environmentalism. Absolutely no one's calling not. out these um, no. green groups to respond to the El Paso tragedy. Mm-hmm. You don't hear them having to answer for anything. And he's a nut job. You can't figuring out why people murder other people is just it's impossible because you can't get your head around how you can do that as a thinking, feeling human being. Um, it's just it's the desensitizing of uh, people to the loss of human life. I mean, there, there's a lot of causes, and we haven't talked about. We barely scratched the surface on talking about what movies or video games can do to people. I don't know. I mean, I've I, I was a big I've played video games, mostly sport video games, but my kids have played shooter games, first person shooter games before, um, and you know they're certainly not killers. But does that affect certain people a certain way? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but we should at least talk about it. We should at least look into it, do some research. I don't, I don't know that that's even being done. But when you're playing video games that where killing is going on and you're doing that 12, 14 hours a day, some of these guys don't even get up to go to the bathroom or eat. So, I don't know. Is it right-wing ideology? I don't think so. Is it white supremacy? I doubt it. Uh, is that the problem that they're making it out to be? No. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, we got this story about the AccuWeather founder. How dare he say this? <laughs> oh, boy. What happened? Well, in the, London, in the London Telegraph, there was an article that was headlined, Give Heat Waves Names. Give Heat Waves Names so that people take them more seriously. Okay? So if you get a heat wave... Like it's 90 degrees in London. We need to name that heat wave. <laughs> this is what the Weather Channel did with winter storms. Yes, yes. Now they want to do it. Now it's a heat wave. Now they want to do it with heat waves so that people take it seriously. Heat wave Bob is coming. Okay. okay. No, no, All right. I'm going to really take <laughs> heat wave Bob seriously. So uh, <laughs> there's apparently, according to the London School of Economics, a failure by the media to convey the severity of the health risks from heat waves, which are becoming more frequent due to climate change. Oh, they just put it in there as a fact now. And that could undermine efforts to save lives as temperatures climb to dangerous levels. Okay? So the AccuWeather founder, hmm. who is not a climate change denier, said, uh, I disagree with the points being made here. First and and most important, we warn people all the time in plain language on our apps and on AccuWeather.com about the dangers of extreme heat as well as all hazards. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, that's the reason we developed and patented the AccuWeather Real Field Temperature and our recently expanded AccuWeather Real Field Temperature Guide. So they factor in like humidity mm-hmm. and whatever. And that's why in Dallas, when the temperature is 95 actual temperature... 
a lot of times it's 108 real feel because it's so yep. stinking humid in this town. Yep, I mowed the lawn and it felt like 113 oh. degrees the oh. other day. I hate summer in Texas. Yeah. Uh, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so anyway, uh, secondly, he says, although average temperatures have been higher in recent years, there is no evidence so far that extreme heat waves are becoming more common because of climate change, especially when you consider how many heat waves occurred historically compared to recent history. Wait, somebody using their noodle? Whoa, whoa. Back huh. up the historical fact train. Right. What are you talking right. about, man? Can you believe it? <laughs> New York City, get this, New York okay. City has not had a daily high temperature above 100 degrees since 2012. Oh, of course. Of course, after we leave. Uh, of that's course. That's the year we left. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's only had five such days since 2002. However, in a previous 18-year span from 84 to 2001, New York City had nine days at 100 degrees or higher. Well, then. When the power went out in New York City earlier this month, the temperature didn't even get to 100. It was 95, which is not extreme. For comparison, there were 12 days at 95 degrees or higher in 1999 alone. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri experienced an average of 18.7 days a year at 100 or higher in yeah. the 1930s. Uh-huh. Compared to 5.5 a year over the last 10 years. Yeah. I, I, I love this. Dust Bowl. The Dust Bowl. We never even... We right. never even talk about how dry and hot it was during the Great Depression... Yes. Before man started really having an effect on the weather, right? Right. Which is amazing because, you know, not only was the economy in the toilet, the weather sucked. And, I mean, there was drought, couldn't get enough to eat. You had the dust bowl going on. The 30s were a bad time. Yeah. FDR was president. Oh, <laughs> man. But I mean, seriously, I, we're going to start naming heat waves. Yes. Can you see the, the evening Crazy. news starting off? Uh, maybe Tom Brokaw should do this. Uh, the, the total death count from uh, Heatwave Bob is now up to eight. The tall, 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 the tall <laughs> death count. Heatwave Bob is up to eight. Uh, so you got this fact. Okay. 37 of the 50 states have an all-time high temperature record that hasn't been exceeded for more than 75 years. Oh, my goodness. 37 of 50 states. Okay, imprint this on your mind for the water cooler. Please read that again. 37 of 50 states have an all-time high temperature record not exceeded for more than 75 years. I mean, that's... I, that's this is stuff you don't hear. That's two-thirds. And you especially don't hear it from sources who are not climate change skeptics. This is not a climate change skeptic. This is somebody who's on board with climate change. They're just saying this has nothing to do with it. I, it's so great. Thank you for mm -hmm. injecting fact and, and not hysteria into the discussion. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com, especially if you're relocating. You need a really good realtor. And I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but only realtors can be members of the National Association of Realtors. Are you wow. aware of that? I'm, I'm, yeah. I am now. I mean, yeah. Is that discriminating? Uh, I that think is, so. Discrimination. What if I'm in the process? White supremacy? Of identifying as uh -huh. a real estate agent. Uh -huh. Will they let me in then or do they hate? No. No, they hate. Okay. They're not going to let you in. Okay. 
but we've got this 1,000 agent strong network with another 5,000 agents who want to be on this list. And that's because it's really desirable. These are great agents who have great track records of success in selling your home or helping you buy one at a reasonable price. Um, so no matter what you're looking for, either selling or buying, or maybe you're doing both because you're relocating, you need a really good real estate agent, somebody who knows what they're doing, somebody who knows the market, and somebody who, like you, is a fan of the show, and uh, you've got all that in common with them, which is, to me, it's really important. You're going to be spending a lot of time with that person looking for homes. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh-huh. Uh, Gretchen in Kentucky. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey. Hey. Um, I, I don't necessarily buy into the fact that video games can change a person. and make. I never let my kids play video games, the violent video games. Right. But when we became foster parents, we got a child who was severely abused. And, of course, I didn't let him play the violent video games. Mm-hmm. As he grew older, he became more violent, and we ended up, after we adopted him, we had to turn him back over to the state. Mm. I'm convinced that child is going to hurt somebody, and once he got turned back over, he was allowed to play whatever video games he wants. Mm. While I don't think the video games change a person, I do believe that someone who's already predisposed to that, it it can really have an effect. And you think uh, this person... This person hasn't hurt anybody, but you think they might? Oh, no, he has. He oh, has, he has. He's hurt me on several occasions. But oh, wow. when he came to us, he weighed 50 pounds and was 7 years old. Yeah. When he left, he weighed 160 pounds and was 13 years old. Yeah. And even though he was not allowed to even look at these video games when he lived with us, the violence in him, because of what he had experienced before he got to us, yeah, just got worse and worse. And then I know that after he left, we it's a foster care and adoption is a small community. And so I did hear things after he left us and he's been allowed to watch movies, play games, whatever he wanted. Yeah. And he's now 15 and he is, I mark my words, this child is going to hurt somebody. And I've said it and there's, they won't listen. Really sad. Really sad. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gretchen. I, and see, that has to be part of the discussion, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do with a person like that? What do you do with a child like that? I don't know, but you got to get them help, right? You've got to get them counseling, help. Yeah. And she's doing what she can as a foster parent. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, can't save the world. And it's really, that's a difficult issue because uh, do you force somebody like that into a uh, mental health facility and make sure that, you know, they don't have access to hurt other people? Is he still a minor? 15. And there you go. I guess so. Scary stuff. I, I, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is. Um, but again, that's, you know, that's something that has to be discussed and whether or not, yes, whether or not, whether or not it's the video game that actually, uh, changes the way that you view the world and think about things or whether it contributes to it or, uh, sparks something in you after you've already been seriously abused and you've already got deep-seated problems. Who knows? Um, Either way, again, that should be part of the discussion.
<sighs> Meanwhile, um, we've got politicians continuing to try to capitalize on the situation. Cory Booker uh, was not satisfied with uh, President Trump talking about white nationalism because he's never he's never spoken about it, and then he did, and he already had, <laughs> but he did it again. Uh-huh. And so now Cory Booker is fine. So now, He's yeah, happy. you know Cory Booker's Cory Booker's going to say, "Okay, yeah, he addressed it." And so, cool. Yeah, he called him Good. out. We're coming together then, right? Or we might be surprised, oh. and maybe that's not how we, he. Maybe that's not exactly the road he traveled. <laughs> well, let's see. I don't know. Let's see, see what happened here. Cory Senator, Booker. another thing that the president said in his remarks today, I'll read it to you. He said, "In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and." white supremacy that has been something hearing that from president trump has been something that i know a lot of folks have been waiting for and looking for not just in the past 24 hours but for a very long time do you welcome that acknowledgement no (laughs) you know reconciliation Uh the kind of healing that we need starts first with someone standing up and saying i've been wrong i've made mistakes what i've said before Mm. has been unacceptable So you can't speak out of one side of your mouth about the need for us to come together as a country, Uh but consistently do things that divide this nation and pit us against each other, Mm. that fuel racial bigotry and hatred. If he wants to show that he's changed, then, then, then this is about reconciliation. Speak to how you have contributed to the hate and the division. Even if you don't believe you have. So, yeah. How you have said things Uh that make uh, uh, people with violent instincts uh, Mm. and violent intentions uh, all the more likely to do the kind of heinous things. This Mm. is unacceptable. There is no repentance in this. There is no contrition in this. And there is no reconciliation from this president who owes the American people, someone who can't even condemn Nazis, who owes the American people so Uh. much more than he's giving. We are seeing a catastrophic failure in presidential leadership right now. There can be no equivocation about that whatsoever. Senator. There is nothing Donald Trump could do. No. That would be enough for these people. There is nothing he could do. Uh, resign from office would be a good start, I guess. That's about the only thing that would placate these douchebags. Uh, that is that's absolutely You would have astounding. thought that Trump was in Dayton Jeez. and El Paso pulling the trigger over the weekend. I know. I know. Uh, well, that's they're blaming him for it. Yes. So yes. they might as well have said he he was because it's his fault. And, and congrats to Cory Booker for scheduling a phone interview so that uh, no one had to see your crazy eyes like normal. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Spartacus. Wow. Yeah. All right. We have just a minute left here and we want to get this uh, Russian explosion situation. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. They... Do we know what blew up? So I guess there's a depot where they, ha- they house a bunch of military stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It apparently, I don't know all the details, but caught fire and then exploded. And the explosion, well, one of them, it looks like an atom bomb goes off. Look, we've got to see right. this. Let's this. check this out. Oh. Okay, so there's a wow. That is some kind of Blaze TV. You gotta check this out. It is like a mushroom cloud. Yeah, now, it now, is. Now, stand back. Now, what? This guy. Look at that. Look how long it took the delay for the sound to get there. Long time. <laughs> wow. That was powerful there. Now, why are the people that we can hear speaking gibberish? What's going on there? <laughs> <Okay>. What? 
<laughs> Do they not know simple yeah. Impl- English? Yeah. Exactly. In Russia? Really? I mean, that describe really the weird. scene for us instead of just babbling about I know. nothing. That Baby is talk. Something else. Okay, now that's not that's not the nuclear facility we've been hearing about. I don't know. It's the, Russia. The f- Who knows, right? Because uh, um, I was just reading about a nuclear facility that it's floating nuclear facility. Did you read about that? You read about that? You see this in the paper? Kevin, you see this? That's crazy. And the rest of us are doing a floating in, in a nuclear plant. What you is that? You read about that? You see this in the paper? <laughs> What is it, Jay? You read about this? You see this in the paper today? Tell Kevin, us. Kevin, you see Just this? tell me, man. <laughs> Look, this is not this is not Arms Depot. I don't care. I, I, I'm no, calling BS that's on Russia. Serious that is a explosion. That, that, I don't sorry. know what happened there, obviously. Nobody does. And here's the thing. Nobody's going to. Uh-huh. We're never gonna know what just happened. Uh that's I wonder why the camera was pointed that way in the first place. Oh, because place. it had been burning oh, because for a while of the, and yeah, all the stuff. smoke. Yeah, yeah. Let me see that again. That's amazing. You look at the shock wave that hits yeah. after the explosion. Watch this. I mean, look at that. Look at that. That is incredible. And that is not a stock of bullets. Uh, that's... Oh, oh. They're building something there. Yeah, that's a serious... I mean, something really bad happened there. Oh, man. The plant, which is Russia's largest producer of alumina. Alumina? Okay. I don't know. But they keep calling it an ammunition Hmm. depot explosions are not unusual in Russia, with the most recent occurring in May of 2018. Uh, Okay. I don't know. Will these guys ever learn about their, you know, their terrible safety standards? Yeah, and stop calling it <laughs> ammunition on. depots. Yeah, we got it. It's not an. It's if you call that nuclear weapon wow. you're building there. Yeah, oh, it's an ammo ammunition. depot. Yeah. yeah, that's all. We're just storing some uh, rifles in there. <laughs> and, uh, Nothing to see here. A couple of AK-47s. That's all that's in there. Uh, don't worry about it. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Move along. Move no along. one was hurt in this explosion, which is weird. Yeah, and stop talking gibberish. No one was hurt. No one was killed. Everything is fine in Russia, as always. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. We'll be talking to you uh, next on the Glenn Beck program, and then we'll see you back here tomorrow morning on Packer Unleashed.